You ready? Yep. You've been waiting to do this, right? <laughs> I know. It's now been three years that I've been meaning to do this. Nicole Kincaid, going to be a junior at TCU Horn Frog, class of 20 of modern day. She's always heard of my guest coming on, the student manager, obviously the podcast that helps high school students and parents with the college search and admission process. But now that you're junior to be a rising junior, two years of Fort Worth, and I like to say Fort Worth and not Dallas, correct? Yes, not Dallas. So let's start off by saying, what do you not like about TCU? Okay, that's a tough question. I'd say, I mean, first off, there's nothing that I don't like about it. But if there was one thing, it'd be the weather. <laughs> okay, that's a, that's a good start because people from Southern California or wherever they're going might say, all right, I want to go to this school, but they don't know the dynamics of the weather. Obviously, being from Southern California, it's sunny, beautiful, 70 degrees. So be more specific on like the weather. What can someone expect? Okay, so you go in summer, it's August, about 105 degrees, I'd say, and you're moving in, you're, you have all these buckets of stuff that you're trying to get into your room, and it's just hectic, hot. At night, you go out, and it's still... 95 degrees. It's, I mean, it's a lot. <laughs> and then in the winter, normally there's not anything that's like too cold. It's kind of just Texas, like I'd say 40 degrees. And then all of a sudden we had our first snowstorm. And then that came again this year. So we've had two snowstorms now where classes were canceled for a week. And I mean, that was fun though, because we went out during those weeks and frats had parties. So we just I mean, everything was shut down. We had no food, no water. We It was really hard to live in those conditions. But yeah, no, the weather, it's it's really just the winter and the summer that's pretty bad. But like you hit May, you're fine. You hit April, you're good. It's just summer, winter. And students need to know about that. Parents need to know about that. I know, for example, we just traveled through Dallas. Mm -hmm. and, you, and you always got to be careful when you travel because of the thunderstorms. It might be a sunny day and all of a sudden the wind's gusting up and they might say, hey, class is canceled. Like, what are you talking about? It's sunny. But then five o'clock, six o'clock rolls around. Boom. Torrential downpour. Oh, and also tornadoes. We've had some weird tornado warnings, but they, I mean, they never really come through, but we'll get emails through our student emails and they're like, oh, class is canceled today. I mean, they will class or cancel class if they can. I mean, it depends on the weather, but... So when you graduated Modern Day, yeah. was it TCU or BUST or what other schools were you looking at? Okay, so I was actually looking at Charleston and TCU. And those were, I, I mean, I was supposed to go college tour through my spring break, but then that's when COVID hit and I couldn't. Oh yeah, I forgot about that. Yeah, so COVID hit during then and the only school that I actually visited was TCU. And that was in January of my senior year. And I went with the Garbers and I loved it. We had so much fun there. And that was actually the only college that I ever toured. So kind of ironic that I ended up there. But I was also looking at Charleston because one of my friends actually went there. And I was like looking at all these videos and I'm like, I don't want to be with anyone from the same area. I want to just start completely fresh, completely new. And then time started ticking and I was like, okay, I need to make my decision. And last minute, I just decided TCU. And I mean, I love it. I thought that knowing too many people from the area was going to be an issue. But really, it wasn't even like modern day people wise. I'd say I only knew guys that went. 
because the girls that went went to CDM or Harbor and I wasn't that close with them. Right. But it's like now all of my best friends are like they're I mean, most of them live in California. I also have friends from West Virginia and like St. Louis, Missouri. But I mean, for the most part, everyone lives in California, which has been nice this summer because we all get to visit each other. And I mean, we're all pretty close. And we'll get into that because I know a lot of people from Southern California are flocking to Fort Worth, going to TCU. Mm -hmm. It's a campus of 9,000 students. So we'll talk about the size because obviously class ratio, we'll get into academics and it's great class size. Yeah. Uh, But also you you might feel like you're sometimes in Newport Beach, just with the buildings and then familiar faces. Mm -hmm. So my freshman year was when I had like my lecture halls, really. So my Zooms had a lot of people. Right. But... Class-wise, we went to in-person. I first was in-person fall my sophomore year. And my classes, it felt like, okay, I hate to say that it felt like I was in high school, but I was so close with my professors because our classes were like 25 people. And so a few of my best friends were also the same major as me. So we booked classes together and we all like sat next to each other. And it felt like you were in high school because you're friends with everyone in the class. And the teachers are super personable. Like they want you to get good grades. They want to help you and they're eager to help you learn, which I kind of relate to modern day because I mean, I know like some other high schools, they don't have teachers that are as willing to accommodate to you. But no, I love the teachers at TCU. A few of my other classes were also the same. All throughout my sophomore year, I didn't have any big lecture halls, which I actually liked because that's when I kind of find myself getting off task because there's a lot of people and you Not have your focused. laptop. Yeah. <laughs> what, what was your biggest class size? My biggest, probably like 100, 120 on Zoom. And that's not even a lot. No. Like for most of people that are listening or go to bigger schools, lecture halls, like my biggest lecture hall was like 200, 250. Yeah. Right? That was like, like my brother at Oregon, his was yes. like two, like high 200s, 300. Well, again, 9,000 students at TCU. So with that class size and then coming from modern day with the ratio being about 20, 25 to one, is that something you, you like? And what would you say to students and parents about that class size or how that fit you specifically? Okay. So I'd say in bigger lecture halls and bigger classrooms, I would kind of just like not really, I wasn't as willing to ask for help. And I feel like if there's smaller classes, you get to know the teacher. Like my teachers knew my first and last name. And every time I walked in, they'd be like, oh, hi, Nicole. And they just kind of knew you, you know, your classmates, which I think that's what helped me best. And that's what I learned best in. And the teachers, like one of my professors, Dr. Witt, he will always be my favorite because he would tell us stories about his life and you get to know your teacher and their life and being a communication major, like it was so interesting to hear. And I feel like it really, like you have to have a good teacher that you like in order to be able to keep up with your major and to like it and to figure out what you want to do. And I feel like if you're in a class where the teacher not really passionate about what they do, that just, I mean, it's kind of hard. That's great advice, great input. I'm assuming is your major communications? Yes. Did you go in as communications? No, I actually went in as a psych major and I had my first psych class on Zoom freshman year and it was so hard for me. I It was just like a lot going on. Like I feel like you have to have a certain mentality in order to follow through with that major. And I was like, this isn't really for me. So I took communication class and I loved it. So 
Was it hard to switch majors? No, because you have your advisors and like there's so many people that are willing to help you at TCU. And because through that whole process, I mean, I had no idea what I was doing. Um, And same with like recruitment. I know we'll get into that. But like there's so many people there that are willing to help you and get you through. Like there's just, I don't know. They have a good student resource center. So what advice would you give to a high school student that might be stressing out about a major or maybe if they're not going to be a doctor or, you know, attorney. Yeah. Like, is it really important to have a major going in? Like Julia's already switched. Yeah. I mean, everyone I know has switched their major. It's really not an issue to switch your major. If you're going in and I agree, like you go in with poli sci, you don't like it, change it. You go in communication, you don't like it, change it. Like I've had people who have even tried business and they don't like it. And, you know, they, you figure it out. Like you take classes, you see what you like, figure out what you want to do. And I mean, at least I know I went through psych and I'm like, okay, not for me. Like narrow it down. And like I tell every student or every parent, it's, it doesn't matter what you major in. You've heard me talk about this to you too. It's start something, finish something and network. Mm-hmm. So you're already going to be a junior. What have you done in terms of and uh, helping out uh, potentially someone that's listening, like, you know what, get involved, network, meet people, potentially future employer. Yeah. Well, I'd say definitely sorority fraternity life is a big thing at TCU, especially. Um, I mean, I've met all of my best friends for sororities. Also like housing, you have to kind of have like the right dorm you want to be in to meet people who are kind of like you in a way. And I feel like if you didn't have those certain housings and you didn't have that certain, not certain sorority, but like a part of Greek life, that it wouldn't be the same. Your freshman year, did you live in the dorms or because it was during COVID? Yes. So let's talk about that because you're just talking about the housing. Mm -hmm. Where did you live? Okay. So I actually, so our housing was kind of a mess. The best hall or the hall that people would prefer to stay in at TCU would be Shirley Hall. And that's kind of like the fun party dorm. Um, I mean, it's a good location, but that fills up quick. So that fully filled up for my freshman year. And we're like, oh my gosh, we're screwed. So my mom and I were on the computer, like trying to figure out which one would be best. And we're like, okay, you know what? Let's just go to the one that's closest to it. And she's like, you could do a co-ed, but it's on the whole other side of campus. Or you could do the all girls dorm (laughs) that's right across. (laughs) And so my roommate and I were texting back and forth and we're like, oh my God, what do we do? We're like, okay, you know what? We have all of our friends living in Shirley. We can just go across the way and we can basically just walk over whenever we'd rather do that than go to a dorm that's on the whole other side of campus. So we ended up in the all girls dorm. (laughs) And you probably made like the greatest friends from all over. Yeah. So the all girls dorm, it was pretty strict during COVID. I would say, whereas the Shirley, the party dorm, it was very laid back. So my roommate and I, we pretty much every single day, like we were really barely ever even in our dorm. We stayed in Shirley, like we'd go bring our laptops over and do Zoom there, homework there. honorary Shirley Yes, (laughs) like all my friends are like, I swear you live here. And I'm like, I don't. (laughs) So let's talk about that because I know, uh, by the way, you're the second guest on from TCU. We had Cole McFedders, a Lambda Chi graduate from TCU. Goes by quick, obviously another Mm -hmm. modern day uh, graduate, but uh, he talked about, just the TCU experience and then from being more on the guy side 
but he talked about friends meeting from different areas like New York, Chicago, or not only from California, mm-hmm. but are, are they first talk to talk to me about, are they different? Like, do you know when you're out there, like who's from California, who's not, and by the way they dress or the way they talk or act? Well, okay, so my roommate this year, or this past year, actually, she's from Arizona, you know her, Lauren Lauer. So everyone says, I mean, Arizona is not far from here, but everyone says she's from Newport. And so every time they meet here, they're like, oh, you're the girl from Newport. And she's like, no, I'm from Arizona. (laughs) Just because we all kind of like, I mean, half of my friends, like one of my friends is from St. Louis, Missouri. And it's like, there's like definitely a lot of St. Louis girls. But I mean, I personally would not be able to tell the difference. But like, I mean, you do know people by like the California girls, like the... Texas girls like you could definitely tell like the south I'd say but like in which way um just sorority wise I'd say like um like Kappa Kappa Gamma more south or southern um whereas like Pi Phi DG are more like California even though we Phoenix yeah even though we do have girls like one of my best friends is from Virginia so she actually just came and visited for the first time in California this past (laughs) week but no you get people from all over the place like I mean, there's definitely a heavy group of California, Chicago. Um, There's a lot of Texas too. Right. Weirdly. But I know I'd say it's like a good mix of people. It's not like too much Newport. Like you, a lot of people say that TC is like Newport in California and it's really not. Like I have um, two friends, like two of my best friends that are from Newport that go there. But I mean, it's not like you walk around and you're like, oh my God, it's Newport. Like. So you don't see a lot of the same people in high school? No, I actually, I don't run into them. Like, I'm trying to think. Mary Becker, she's in my sorority. I see her a lot. But other than that, no, I wouldn't say that I run into that many people from my high school. All right. Have you heard of Cavaders? Did I say that right? Cavaders. Cavaders. Yes. Okay. Okay. So How many times have you been in Cavaders? Well, that's the first stop that we hit when I first went to TCU was the boot barn. Explain to my audience what Cavender's is and what you have bought there. Cavender's is a boot barn. That's where you go and buy your boots. So I, the first, the second we landed at Dallas Fort Worth, my parents took me to the stockyards and that's where like the most Texas that you could imagine. Cause I thought going to TCU that like you first think Texas, not going there, that it's like all like these cowboys and like tumbleweeds and like I horses everywhere, you know? And it's like, you get that, but it's not like Fort Worth, like Dallas Fort Worth area is definitely more like I'd compare it to like Newport LA. Like Dallas is like, I'd even say a nicer LA. Right. Definitely more upscale and less like (laughs) not so hoodish. Yeah, exactly. But okay, so we went to Cavender's and that was my first time really seeing the stockyards. And I thought that that's what all of Texas looked like. And I was like, why am I going to school here? I'm like, this is literally as south as it gets. Like, I, <laughs> I was gone really to college scared. Of Charleston. And well, because we walked into, um, there's this place called H3 and their bar stools are um, saddles. saddles. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm like, oh my gosh, I just need to get food. I don't want to like, think it's a full saddle. There's like, all this like wood, bricks, horses walking around, cowboys, like with the spurs on the back of their boots and belt horses, buckle. belt buckles. <laughs> I mean, it was, it's it all rodeos by you. But then that's just like the stockyards little area. Now the stockyards is actually one of my favorite places to go because it's kind of fun just to wear your boots and go to the rodeo. 
And the stockyards, is it over 21? I mean, how lenient are there? Isn't there, what, what are your favorite bars there? Isn't it like Billy Bob's? Okay, so Billy Bob's is a concert place, okay. but they're super strict. So, I mean, some people will sneak some shooters in their boots, but yeah, you have to go in under unless you're actually 21, but it's still super fun. Like if you go to uh, Second Rodeo Brewery, that's one of my favorite places. They have another like little concert kind of area there with a bunch of bars surrounding it outside. And then you go to the stock or you go to, oh my gosh, what's it called? Billy Bob's. <laughs> and then we go to Billy Bob's and we've seen Josh Turner there. We've seen, we've seen so many different people. I can't remember off the top of my head, but I know like Billy Currington's there right now. Okay. And like, there's some top country artists that go there. And so my friends and I, we try to go as much as we can. It's so fun. And it's easy to get to. Yeah, super easy to get to. It's like a 10-minute, 15-minute Uber. Uber, all right. Mm -hmm. And then let's talk about West 7th Street. Yes. So is that the college part of town, more TCU Horn Frogs, or what are we looking at there? Okay, so West 7th is like our bar street, and that's where you'll find TXR, Varsity, 2909, Whiskey Gardens. Those are basically like all of our bars. But there's also like if you go I'd say like more on a Friday night that's like a lot of locals tend to go there and that's where you'll kind of get like a different vibe people try to more go out I'd say Thursdays and Saturdays to bars like we have TXR Thursdays and that's TCU only so you have to show your TCU ID in order to get to the upstairs roof area and so everyone goes to TXR on Thursdays at the upstairs roof area Um, I'd say that's like your freshman sophomore year that you do that but yeah, that's super fun. Varsity is also another really fun bar. Um, they also do TCU like rented out. And that's what I like about it is because you don't have to worry about running into locals because you just show your ID and you don't have to worry about any like weird people getting in your way. Right. So now that you're a junior, did you rush a sorority? Was it your freshman year of spring or was it fall? I don't know if it's fall or spring rush. It's fall. Okay, so it's fall. So my rush, my freshman year actually started, it was all on Zoom. That's right, because of the COVID. Yes, because of COVID. So I was actually home when I first started because it was on Zoom. And I mean, I, my parents both didn't, they weren't a part of any sorority fraternity life. So I really had no idea what I was getting myself into. But I did know two girls that were in the Pi Phi sorority. And then I had... Um, I had a friend in Zeta and a friend in DG. And so, I mean, I kind of just went in with an open head. I didn't really have like one sorority that I really wanted to get into. I just kind of wanted to go through and see what the girls were like. So I went through the whole process. It was all online. It was kind of weird being on Zoom. I think it's harder to connect with people. I don't know. I'd rather just have been in person, but I ended up going Pi-Fi and... I mean, you kind of figure it out on your way there. Like you might be stressed out that you really want one certain house, but it's like you meet so many cool people through the process. And it's like the people that you meet really helps you figure out like which way you want to go. Like there's more genuine people and there's more like You find yourself. Exactly. So this is a great question and you can give our audience some insight because you didn't really have a preference. Mm -hmm. So a lot of... I hear not not only guys, but but girls too going in college. They go, I want to be this. I want to be that. Maybe because they're influenced by their parents or whatever. What advice would you give 
that college student, especially since you're a female going into a sorority and how to be open-minded? Yeah. So, I mean, you walk in and you just kind of like the different people that you talk to, you can kind of tell their vibe like right off the bat. And so like some houses, like you talk to them and you're like, okay, you know what? Like, I don't see myself connecting with this person. And you just kind of, you're like, okay, next house, you go to your next house, maybe the same thing. You don't like it. So you just keep process elimination. And then like when I met with my sorority, I found myself like connecting with those girls really well. And they were super genuine and down to earth and almost like we didn't even talk about recruitment even. It was just kind of like such an easy process. Like the, you'll just figure it out as you go, honestly. And that's like probably the worst thing to hear, but it's like, once you're talking to someone, it's like, you can feel if it's like, you feel a forced conversation versus if you feel like you could just talk to them forever. Like, I, I, I hear you hundred percent mm-hmm. because I tell everybody that is like, you'll, you'll know, you just know. Yeah. So what's the, are do you sit on a board? Like, are you in an exact position? I am not on an exact position, but a few of my friends are. And would you say pi five, someone's coming in and I don't, you don't have to be specific, but mm-hmm. are they upper tier, middle tier? I don't think they're lower tier, but like, how, how would you, like you kind of said, Kappas are all Southern or Texas. Mm-hmm. Like where do the pi fives fall? So I would say like DG, pi fi, Zeta would be top tier at TCU. But also that's just depending on where you're from. Like from California, I'd say that's top tier. But if you're from like the South, then that might be something different. All right. So now maybe because uh, you'll have a perspective and, and you're not biased because we're going to talk about the fraternities. Being a student at TCU, when you look at fraternities, who would you say like are the top tier? Like who do you like to hang out with? <laughs> what what fraternities do you like to hang out with? Um. Okay. Well, I'd say for our sorority, it'd probably be Lambda. SIGAP and yeah, I'd say Lambda and SIGAP would be like the two that we really hang out with. Do you know I was a SIGAP? Really? Yep. No way. (laughs) I can give you the handshake too. And then you can impress all your friends. There we go. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. So how, talk to, talk to us about the formals and give a little background on that because a parent might be listening or a student might be listening and they want to know about like the involvement or the time commitment. Okay. So the formals we have, like formals in um, Fort Worth that you just, you do bus loading. It's at like a bar or venue. When you do that for a night, you get dressed up. Um, but then we also have away formals and we actually had one last year and it was in Austin. And that was super cool to go to Austin and like do a little road trip. You're there for the whole weekend. Like you see sixth street and all those like different bars. And I thought that that was super fun. I know that they also do away formals in Oklahoma and you go camping also Louisiana. So you definitely get to go to some cool places and those are like little weekend excursions, but no, those are super fun. And talk about the, obviously there's drinking, there's underage and there's drinking being 21, but do you see a lot of people blacked out or are they getting hammered or like some people are scared about that or concerned, not only students are like, I don't want to be in fraternity because I want to do that or live in a house or like a parent might be listening and like, what could you say to that part? I'd say for the most part, everyone's pretty well controlled. I mean, there will obviously be those few people that are uncontrollable, but you kind of just like disregard it. Like people will be taken to like the side and I don't know, kind of figure it out. And at bars, like if someone's too drunk, the bouncers will actually like, I mean, if they're immobile, they will carry them out and like help them get a ride home. 
Um, the police also are, there's police all over West 7th and they give people actually a lot of rides home if oh, it's they give like people, unsafe. Oh, I was, mm-hmm. thought you were going to say citations, but they no, give people rides home. Yeah, they, no, they're super helpful because I mean, they're understanding. They know the situation. It's a college town. Like, I don't know. Is it truly a college town or is it, because Fort Worth is. I, yeah, I wouldn't say it's like college town. It's not like Georgia where you have like that whole college area but like our campus it's you have I feel like you kind of have to have a car if you're there okay good news good advice um well I mean freshman year like you uber around you uber to food or I mean you also get food on campus but it's like if you like realistically if you're working out and you want to go to dinner you want to go to like Dallas for the weekend with your friends you kind of just want a car to kind of drive around because I mean I wouldn't say that there's not a lot to do but you you need a car to get places in Texas. You can't just stay Everything's on campus. Everything's so big in Texas, yeah. Nicole. Seriously. All right. So we've talked a lot about TCU, the the real, real raw stories and experiences. How hard is it to get into? So let's talk your high school experience. You had to take the ACT or SAT. There was not like test optional back then, mm-hmm. right? So do you remember your ACT or SAT score? I think my ACT was a 26. 26. Okay. Do you remember your unweighted GPA coming out? Three nine. Three nine. That's unweighted. Did oh. you? No. Do you <laughs> it know? It was like three. I, I don't remember. It was like high threes. And you had AP and honors classes or no? no? Okay. And now it people are listening. It doesn't matter because it's test optional. Yeah. Don't you wish you had test optional? Yeah. I mean, my GPA was definitely higher than my ACT score, so. And that's fine. I, I like Josh was the same thing. Mm-hmm. Like, so it's COVID was the best thing that ever happened. Did by, by chance, did you, did you get into college Charleston? Yes. And I would love to have someone college of Charleston coming on. Emily Macias, who's a modern day is going there. Oh, okay. So, um, Taylor Smith. Oh, she, yes, yes, that's right. Maybe mm-hmm. I'll have her on, but there you it, go. I think everything works out for a reason. And there is a reason why you're at TCU mm-hmm. and you're having the time of your life. Let's talk about game day. Game All right. Day. There's only now people are like, oh, I want to go to school with a football school. Well, do you know you only there's like 12 football games in a year and only five or six are at home. So technically there's only five or six game days. So let's talk about the game day experience for football okay. from start to finish, like a morning game. I'm not going to tee it up. You just, yeah. Yeah, you're, you're ready to go. Yeah. So go. I mean, game day at TCU, it's like Christmas morning. <laughs> it really is. <laughs> I mean, in the sorority house of like 30 girls, you wake up. And everyone, you know, those big party rocker speakers with the lights, they're blaring. The lights are all going. Everyone's like running up and down the halls. It's yeah, it's probably like 6.30, 7am. And everyone's like banging on everyone's doors trying to get everyone up. Um, You wake up, you get ready. Everyone's blasting country music. And yeah, I mean, you get ready to go. You get your Ubers. You head over to the frats and everyone's all wired up at (laughs) 8am. How many football games did you actually go into the stadium and watch? You could be honest. Two. She said two, if you didn't hear that. Two. So see, it's more about the experience and the partying and the pre-partying and the social life, right? Yes. And also sometimes they'll have bar tabs for some of the games. So like one time we went to varsity and when we won at varsity, they had these cannons going off and like lights everywhere, music. And I'd say that's more fun than actually going to the game. 
because like you celebrate the win, but at a bar, you know? Yeah. It's like out here, you're watching a team play and you're yeah. just all. So everyone's just all rowdy. Now, did you experience a basketball game? I did. Basketball games are fun. They're definitely more low key. Yeah, I don't think you're waking up at six o'clock and it's Christmas. No. It might be Thanksgiving. <laughs> yeah, I wouldn't say it's a six o'clock pregame, but no, it's fun to go. Like we just kind of go after dinners and just more of a chill vibe. And they're shorter. They're like an hour and a half, hour, 45 minutes. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. They're fun to watch though. Do you go to any other sporting events, maybe volleyball or? I've been meaning to make it to a baseball game, but I've yet to do that. But I really want to go. All right. So let's talk about how many times have you stepped foot on campus in the library? Um, A lot. Because, well, I mean, freshman year, I actually went more than I did sophomore year because I didn't really have a quiet space to do work. But no, everything's like, and especially living on campus, you have to live on campus for two years at TCU. So like that being so close and having that as a resource was definitely nice because you don't have to worry about everyone screaming and yelling in the dorm or in your house. But yeah, I definitely go a lot. Did you like, I mean, cause now you're gonna be a junior. Did you like living on campus for two years and was that helpful in the experience? Um, yes, I loved living on campus because, well, I mean, TCU, we always make a joke that TCU is like a summer camp because <laughs> it really is because every morning or every day you walk out and there's a new inflatable bouncy house. And then when it gets hot, they put water slides and then there's like goats everywhere. And then they have like a donkey petting zoo. And then there's all these puppies running around. Like it, they just have all these different things. It looks in trampolines. Like they just have these different setups every day. And it's so fun. So, I mean, I'm going to miss that part about walking around on campus. It's like finding something new every day. <laughs> so who are you living with this year, junior? Is it in the sorority house or is it off campus with it's off campus with five girls. Okay. And all pie fies. All pie fies. Do you ever have the option to live in the house? What do you mean? Into the sorority house. Yes. So, well, I lived in the sorority house this past year. Okay. So that's considered. That's considered on campus. Okay. So our Greek village, it was actually just built like two years ago. So it's super nice now. But so you have the option sophomore year to live in your sorority fraternity house or in the sophomore dorms. Got it. That are right next to Greek Village too. And that's what I heard. The sophomore dorms in Greek Village is right across the street from the football stadium. Yes. So you're very close to football. So that was fun. And then if I said, Nicole, as you, now you're a junior and you're starting to get more serious and you walk around campus, like what are your favorite parts of the campus? Where would you just go chill and kick it? Oh, the pool. <laughs> the pool is my favorite part. <laughs> the pool, they have lounge chairs in the pool. They have like little setups with it. Um, the rec is also super nice. They have beach volleyball courts set up outside. Um, but there's also the commons and they have this movie theater screen set up with a bunch of couches. There's probably like 30 different couches. And so my friends and I will go and just sit there and like watch the sunset. They have like little lights hanging and they make it super cute, especially in Christmas. They'll put Christmas trees everywhere and Christmas lights. What advice would you give to a high school senior? that's looking at colleges. Here it is summertime. They should be checking out campuses and mm -hmm. visiting them. And then obviously the fall is going to come around. They're going to apply. But if you had to do it all over again, what advice would you give them? I mean, I would say go see as many schools as you can. Go Thank out, <laughs> go out, get to know the people there, see who you like, see who you want to stick around. Because I mean, my class, we didn't have the experience to do that. So if I were to go back and redo it, I'd definitely go and see different schools. But I mean, I love TCU. 
and everything again happens for a reason. Thank God I took Julia on all these campus visits before COVID hit. I know. Right. I lucked out. <laughs> <laughs> all right. What advice would you give parents that are listening? Because I don't know, obviously you have a you're the middle. Mm-hmm. You have a brother, older brother and younger brother. But was Mike and Holly in your grill about college? Because, you know, there's some tiger parents out there. Like, what advice would you just give a parent that has a kid going through the advice or going through the process? I mean, I don't want to say stay out of it, but I do because I don't know. I feel like the kids, like, I mean, if you go somewhere and you don't like it, I mean, worst case, you transfer. Like, you kind of, I feel like it's a learning lesson. And they're at that age where they're, they know themselves best and they know where they're fit. And it's like, if you have a parent kind of pushing and pursuing one school that I feel like that pressure is going to take a toll on the kid and it's going to really affect their experience at the school. It does a hundred percent. That's why I just got back from a week. We visited nine colleges in four days with Joshua and I don't care where he goes, but Mm -hmm. I'm like, you have to go visit colleges soon. He's only a junior to be. Yeah, But you don't want to put that stress and pressure on them going into their senior year where they don't see that many schools or you're like, you should go where here. Where I was. <laughs> yeah, but it, it all works out. Yeah. Okay. So as you graduate in two years, you're half, can you believe you're halfway no. through college? And I don't, I I'm can't sad. think about it. I'm sad. I get sad. I know. I'm not ready. <laughs> <laughs> because the real world will be starting. Obviously yes. you came home, you have an internship, you're working. I, I kind of just want to transition a little bit. Do you start thinking about that? And what are you doing like with LinkedIn or just with networking? Because now as you are a rising junior in college, you have to start thinking about what you're going to do after. So what have Mm -hmm. you done? How, what advice would you give someone that's like listening and going through that process? Okay. So I'm a communication major. So that kind of leaves me with a pretty broad way to kind of figure out what I want to do, which I like. So this summer, I actually started taking some real estate courses online, and I'm going to try and get my real estate license before I graduate. So this summer, I've been interning with Arbor Real Estate here in Newport. Shout out to the Deshaun. Shout out to the Deshauns. I should tag them on this <laughs> at the 34-minute mark. <laughs> oh, this has been going. <laughs> but no, so I've been helping them with their social media. I've been going on some health showings with them. And just kind of learning the ropes of real estate to see if it's something that I want to get into, which I've really liked so far. And I feel like between this summer and next summer, I'm just going to try to keep doing that and see if it's something that I like and want to pursue. And I feel like having a major that's able to accommodate like pretty much anything is super nice as well. The best major. Guess what major I was? Communication. I mean, look at the podcast, right? Look at it. Sales. I mean, we could do, <laughs> yeah. just, we're just communicating. There we go. We've been very natural on this. All right. Mike and Holly are in town. Where are you taking them and your friends to eat dinner? I'm taking them to HG. HG. Does that stand for anything? No. HG Supply Co. But that's it. Okay. What kind of food? <laughs> they have like different bowls, burgers. It's not, it's Oh, it's not pretty, fancy. No. It's, it's, it's kind of. I mean, it's nice, but it's not like this fancy restaurant. Um, I like it because it's right on the river run um, over in West Bend in Fort Worth. And you sit outside. I mean, the weather's nice. Parents weekend is about like September, October. So, I mean, normally we'll go to HG, super casual. Um, I'm trying to think where else we would go. Maria's is a good Mexican upscale cocoa shrimp. Would have to be my favorite place, though. That's it. See, I like these additional names. There's HG, Maria's, Coco Shrimp. When I had Cole on, mm-hmm. he was talking about cruise, risk 
Chris Roos and he was talking about some other steakhouses like that we have out here in California. Yeah. I go, I want like dirty. I want like um, Fort Worth. Coco shrimp is what I miss the most. Really? It's, what do they have? What do you order at Coco shrimp? Okay. So they have sweet and spicy, sh- like coconut kind of shrimp. Okay. And then they have lemon garlic herb shrimp. And my friends and I are obsessed with us or with it. How often, <laughs> how often do you go there? Oh my gosh, we go every Monday because they're closed on Sundays. So every Monday we go and sometimes even twice a week. Right but. after board meeting mm-hmm. or chapter, chapter, whatever you all call it. Okay, so you're hungover. Yeah. Where are we going to breakfast? Or should I say brunch? Whenever you wake up, where's where are you craving when you wake up hungover? Yogis or there's Ols. No, not Old South. What's it called? They have Texas-shaped waffles. Ooh. Yeah, those are really good. We always crave those. Or we just do the Starbucks drive-thru. <laughs> Late-night munchies. Late-night munchies. Velvet taco. Velvet taco. Toppers. What's toppers? Toppers is, okay, it's it's pizza, but it's by the by little sticks. And they also have like cinnamon sticks and like monkey bread. So good. We always order it and See, they deliver. That's why I love having guests and students on because they just talk about these little hole in the walls or mm-hmm. places that they go to. And when someone's listening to this, they're like, oh my gosh. Because mm-hmm. I've heard yogis many times now. Yes. All right. So favorite bar. You only can go to one bar. I don't care if it's fake ID or you're over 21. Where are you going? Hmm. I'd say, okay, this one's hard because... Well, I'd say whiskey gardens because I love that they have a pool. (laughs) You're (laughs) obsessed with these pools. Yes, I I am. I'm at the pool all day. So whiskey gardens has a pool, but they put a cover over it in the winter. So like um, we had our Chris or Lambda had a Christmas mixer there. So they put the pool covering on over it. But also Lambda does the luau, which that they rent out whiskey gardens and they have the pool and people jump in the pool and it's so fun. They have like little creamsicle drinks. No, I'd say whiskey gardens. Whiskey gardens, I always have the best time. If there's one thing that you would like to say to any student or parent as we wrap up a takeaway, what would it be as they go through this process? Definitely just have an open mind. Um, I know a lot of people, I knew a lot of my friends like stressed out about college and I kind of I mean, I shouldn't have, but I just kind of brushed it under the rug. And that was honestly my best friend in that process, because it's like you go through rush, you're not stressed. You just kind of go with the flow and you meet who you meet, you go where you go. And I mean, it all works out. Nicole Kincaid, a rising junior at TCU. It's been great having you on this podcast. See, we built it up. We, yeah. I saved it. I could have gotten anybody from TCU, <laughs> but I had, I know. I had to wait. It's been three years waiting. <laughs> had to wait. Uh, you always are coming by our house and good friends with Julie at Wisconsin. Have you, you visited her out there too? Yeah, right? and Julia visited me at TCU too. That's right. Mm-hmm. So see, w- whatever college you go to, you're going to just bump around and visit mm-hmm. your friends anyways. Yeah, you'll see all the schools. Another episode of The Student Manager. Thank you, Nicole. Thank you, Fonger. Fonger News. Out.